Welcome back to episode 137 of the Draft FC podcast. Welcome back to the Draft FC podcast, the podcast and website dedicated to all things official draft FPL. My name is Mitch and I'm your host for the first game week preview of the season looking ahead to game week one which is rapidly approaching. I'm recording this on Tuesday the 8th of August in the afternoon. My main league hasn't even drafted yet. We've got that later this evening and already I'm having to look ahead to game week one and discuss some potential waivers and moves that you might want to make if you're not entirely satisfied with how your squad is shaping up for the first weekend of fixtures. Massive thanks to those of you that have signed up at Draft FC this summer to uh, get our draft room access. You signing up really is the lifeblood for us to keep doing what we're doing and to continue to make improvements. You may have noticed this week that our predicted lineups page went live. We will be making this free and publicly facing for those that aren't signed up. But for those who are, if you access the predicted lineups from within the members area, you will find some very nice added features which are brand spanking new. So when you go and look at the teams, as well as the 11 players who we think will start the next weekend's matches, for each player, you'll also be able to see their ownership percentage across all of the leagues in the world. You'll also be able to see the owners for each player. And obviously, more importantly, the players who are available in your draft league will also be flagged. So you'll quickly be able to skim through, see a player who's likely to start, and know that they're available for your waivers. The other thing that will be coming any day now is we're also going to integrate our expected points model into this view as well. So not only will you be able to see a player who's available uh, and likely to start, you'll also be able to have a look and see how many points we're projecting they score at the weekend if you're trying to decide between two or three different options. For those of you that are already drafted and aren't bothered about looking at the rankings or the draft room, then you can ignore the pre-season pass and simply sign up on a standard monthly plan and you'll get access to all of the usual in-season features, um, the ones that I've just mentioned and also the squad planner, which will be live very shortly too. But enough of the theory, enough of the tinkering, enough of the finding out that the striker you just drafted is injured. Let's start talking about some proper upcoming fixtures and let's have a chat through some of the players that may have fallen off your draft boards that you want to consider this week. So no waiver watch this week because no waivers have happened yet, but we'll bring that back ahead of game week two. So let's have a quick look at the fixtures. The main ones that I would be looking at this weekend, uh, to be honest, nothing's rocket science here. Arsenal at home to Forest, uh, an interesting lineup to predict after the charity shield. Brighton at home to Luton, an impossible lineup to, to predict, but we'll die trying. De Zerbi Roulette is definitely the new game in town. United at home to Wolves should be an easy enough 11 to predict, but most of the uh, usual suspects you might want have pretty much been taken across most drafts. City away to Burnley, that opening fixture on Friday night football with the Vincent Company link. Very strong expected narrative in this one, not strong enough for a result, but I can see Burnley creating chances, but that's obviously another good fixture. But again, a lot of the ones you might want will have been taken on draft day. And then the other one, the bargain option, is Everton at home to Fulham. Could be a way into some early season points if you're only interested in the fixtures. But say, as I'll mention shortly, only in draft mode could we be looking at Everton and some of their assets. 
So I'm going to do my selections all in one go this week because uh, it seems a little silly to separate them into the main ones, the hidden gems. Um, I will still do a most hidden gem pick because I think there is a good option there. So I will highlight um, a player for that position, but otherwise these are all rolled into one. It's a bit weird doing player tips before game week one because I'm looking to tip players that have generally gone undrafted and players that have gone undrafted were usually not drafted for a reason but team news is always developing every day uh, and sometimes you just find yourself short of a full 11 for game week one particularly as I know many of you will find if you'd happened to have the fortune to take Jesus and Nkunku you may actually be staring down and thinking you're quite short with a couple of other risky starter options so that may make you um, drop one or two of your riskier picks in order to get someone who you know is going to play because really there is no excuse, particularly from the off, of not having a full starting eleven. So the first pick is Urian Timber for Arsenal. Looks set to start at left back. To be honest, I think most of the late drafts this week are seeing him go. I think the slightly lower ownership falls down to the leagues who drafted a week or two earlier, who may have not seen him get uh, any of those minutes from the left. His ownership is climbing day by day, but it's still not 100%. So if he was available... Uh, I would certainly be penciling him for an early waiver. He looks solid and instantly settled in the team and a definite upgrade on Zinchenko. Next is Aaron Hickey for Brentford. This one is baffling. His ownership is just over 1% in eight-team leagues and doesn't even get above 10% in 10-team leagues. A very assured starter for Brentford. Maybe people are off-put by Spurs in game at one. When you look at the run after, you really don't want to miss out on an easy way into this Brentford defence if you can grab one this week even if you'd only be benching him this week it is definitely worthwhile making the move now so that you're set for their nice upcoming run back to Arsenal and uh, I'm going to highlight Declan Rice in 18 leagues he was drafted in 37% of leagues and if you're looking at your squad and feeling short in in sort of your starting 11 Rice is definitely a punt uh, well listeners from last season will be familiar as a, a familiar punt to me he successfully turned to him on a couple of occasions last year he ended last year with four goals and three assists, now playing in a much better team and the interesting prospect of also playing some games as the left-sided number eight with uh, Thomas Partey as the sitting six, giving him even more freedom to join up with attacks. If we look at Granit Xhaka, who played in that left-sided number eight for most of last year, he got 15 attacking returns from that position and I honestly don't see Rice's abilities as being that far off Xhaka's from an attacking point of view. Of course, Rice will start a fair few as the sitting six as well, but even still, for the odd game and a nicely placed fixture, um, you know, Arsenal won the corresponding game 4-0 last season. He's always one to look at for a one-week punt and is definitely one I've got half an eye on. The next player, again, similar to Timber, I think ownership currently below 50% in eight-team leagues, largely due to um, some of them not really being aware of him a couple of weeks ago and that's Moussa Diaby for Aston Villa one of the freshest picks this summer in a team with loads of potential he could be the reliable attacker they've been searching for to back up Ollie Watkins and for those lucky enough to have not drafted yet is a player that will no doubt be high on your list but if he did draft a couple of weeks ago and if he is sat there waiting for someone to grab him off the waivers he is someone who could very well be a number one priority this weekend but you'll have a lot of competition if some of the other managers have spotted him there too a player you may not have quite so much competition for is Adam Lalana for Brighton. Now, he is one of my punts in the Game Week 1 predicted lineups for Brighton um, playing in midfield, a fixture that should be on paper one of their easiest league games of the season. There are so many unknowns regarding that 11, and even Brighton fans probably couldn't give you much of a clue of who's going to line up, particularly in attack. 
We've seen a decent amount of Lalana in pre-season. I've got a sneaky suspicion that he does start um, game week one at least. Don't get me wrong, I'd much rather have any of the others if I knew they'd play. I'm plucking him mainly because his ownership is virtually zero in, in average size leagues and he'll be there for all of you um, should you want him. He's another one would be worth um, seeing if anything comes out in the uh, pre-game week one press conferences to, to you know to suggest that he could start. And then finally, the main high-risk, high-reward pickup this week and a return to Arsenal and it's Eddie Enketia. Now, if I knew he was going to start, I would be looking to target him for the potential explosiveness uh, against a very poor defence away from home. In fact, if I knew, if I was very confident he was going to start, he would be sneaking in to try and grab as a third striker in my draft later tonight. Given the chat previously from Arteta about how much he rates him, if Kai Havertz or Trossard get the nod at number nine again, it would be a massive kick in the balls. And in the charity shield, Havertz demonstrated his lack of a killer instinct in front of goal. And so if he can't start in this game against Forest, I don't really know where that leaves him. And then as promised, my most hidden gem pick. So for new listeners, this is a pick who's owned in less than 10% of 16 team leagues. So we're generally really scraping the barrel for a hidden gem here. The player I'm going to mention is Jared Branthwaite for Everton. Now, considering last season, plumping for an Everton defender in game week one is really the only sort of thing that could happen on a draft FPL podcast. If you're like me and took Michael Keane late in the draft to get some Everton coverage, you may want to join me in trying to swap them over. Always a risk as we're still trying to guess who the main partner to Tarkovsky will be. But I think based on the latest pre-season game in the minutes, Branthwaite is more likely to play than Keane. He's only 21. He played a full season on loan with PSV last season. Also in less games, albeit an inferior league, he got more attacking returns than Tarkovsky did in the league. From what I can see, he was drafted in one solitary 16-team draft league at the time of prepping this. So unless that is your one league, should almost certainly be an option for you to grab off the waivers and a nice one to hang on to for a couple of months at least, particularly in those massive leagues where players who are going to start with good fixtures come at a massive premium and are absolute gold dust if you can grab one off the waivers. Just because it is only Tuesday before the opening game week, so I'm just going to do a little update on um, one interesting bit of team news and ranking news, particularly aimed at those who haven't yet drafted, and that is in Kunku. The news broke earlier that he's probably going to be out now until December as he's had to have an operation for um, a ligament issue in his knee, which is obviously a massive blow to those who have already drafted and already got him, uh, probably spent a reasonably high draft pick to pick him up. It sounds like um, December is when he's only going to actually be able to start training. So let's assume middle of December during that Christmas pileup is about as soon as we see him. That means he's going to miss at least 16 game weeks. Now, as a thought experiment, compare that to Ivan Tony. So compare that to where you've had Tony in your rankings, where he's generally been going in drafts. Um, Tony is banned until the 17th of January. That means the earliest we will see him is game week 22. So he is set to miss 21 game weeks. Now, assuming Nkunku misses 16, I think is optimistic because he would still have to train, he would still have to get up to speed and he's going to then have to break into an established 11 that will have been playing together for a few months. So I don't think there is going to be a huge amount of difference between when we see Nkunku back in the Premier League and where we see Tony return to the Premier League for Brentford. So then comes down to two options. If you've already drafted him, are you going to try and throw him out straight away and just bring in a more um, likely starter? Do you try and hold him that long? Equally, if you drafted or someone in your league drafted Tony under the you know 
same uh, expectation. Does that throw him into that camp too? You know, personally, um, so I'm drafting in an 11 team league tonight and I would not be looking to uh, to go near Ivan Tony. I think I said in one of the previous pods, unless I was in a league of 14, 15, 16 managers, I would try my best not to pick him up and have to hold him on the bench for all of that time because that is a long way to hold someone who, with no hope of, of coming back um, with injuries and rotations that will put a strain on your squad. And I say, I think Nkunku now basically is going to be in the same mould as that, which is really sad because it was a you know a decent forward prospect in our rankings. It makes that striker pull at the top even shorter. But I would say if you're in an eight-team league, I would almost certainly drop him. If I was in a 10-team league, I would almost certainly drop him unless I had a really poor um, striker group in general or if I looked at the rest of my squad and had you know, 14 pretty much nailed on starters in which, you know, I wouldn't have to rely on my bench that much. I might consider holding him, but I think even in a 10-team league, I would be looking to drop him. And in a 12-team league as well, I think it just, you know, depends how your squad is made up. Uh, I know lots of people will have taken Jesus with him as well, depending on how your draft snake went. Make life really difficult for you. I think if you're one of those managers and you've got Jesus as well um, to try and hold on to, then Nkunku again would have to be a drop. And it's one you're going to have to um, just just leave in the waiver pile and see what happens come Christmas time. But yeah, I thought I would just share some thoughts on on Nkunku because I think when you start to think of it in the same terms as Ivan Tony, it just helps anchor it in your mind a little bit as to where you would rate him. And I've updated my own rankings on Draft FC accordingly, you know, to bring him right down the list. <laughs> So that is it. It seems absolutely crazy that um, I'm recording the Game Week 1 preview already. The summer has flown by. It seems like there's still so much up in the air with regards to transfers and how these Premier League squads are going to shape up. Still a huge amount of drafting to do over the next few days, but really looking forward to the return of Premier League football. If you're a fan of everything we do here at Draft FC, then please subscribe on whichever podcast platform you are currently listening on so that you don't miss out on any future episodes as they drop. Um, as we get into the season now, there will be a game week preview well ahead of each waiver window, pretty much in a similar structure to what you just heard. Uh, but on a normal week, I'll break that down a bit into some main premium picks. So these are guys who may or may not be available in your league. Hidden gems where I'm more trying to identify players who are going to be available in a lot of leagues, so with low ownership, and then the most hidden gem section, as well as other tidbits through the season, trade advice, players who need to go, a look at how the waiver trends are going each week. That's information you'll have access to if you're a signed up member at Draft FC, and always paying close attention to the fixture swings as they come around. If you are yet to draft and you're looking for some very last minute rankings to use in proxy to your own, then do head over to Draft FC. You'll need to buy a pre-season pass to get access to the draft room. Uh, if you just want to sign up for all of the in-season stuff, then you won't need to sign up on that pre-season pass. You can just join on a standard monthly or pay for the annual upfront for a bit of a discount. Also, if you're a keen draft manager and you're on all the socials, then give us a follow on Twitter at draft underscore FC. We're quite active on there. That's a good way to keep up to date on what's coming and going at Draft FC uh, and probably the most straightforward way to get hold of us should you have any need to in the DMs. So best of luck for your drafts if you haven't drafted yet. Best of luck for the upcoming waivers, though I know many leagues out there have uh, different bylaws and rules that you put in yourself to try and 
try and even things out and keep things fair, either locking the new players or even banning waivers ahead of game week one. I've heard some people do. So whichever your setup is, I hope you're nice and set ahead of game week one. And until next time, stay sure.